everybody. Welcome to the Pastimes Podcast. Uh, each week we go through an old newspaper from a random date in history picked out by Dave Anthony. I'm Gareth Reynolds, and I've never seen it before, and neither is our guest this week, Beth Stelling. Welcome, Hello. Beth. Hello. Happy to be here. Time to go through a weird paper together. <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> Not better ways to get to know each other than to go through an old timey paper together. Um, um, now, Beth, would you like to promote anything up top? Uh, obviously, you have a very fantastic special. Are there any other yes. things you would like to promote? Your special is Girl Daddy, which you can, uh, which can be seen uh, upon HBO Max. That's where it is, and that's really it. That's all I got. That's good. I can't think of anything I mean, else. Go to my website, buy a shirt if you'd like. I mean, who knows? Buy a shirt and watch the special. Uh, <laughs> in the shirt. I got to say, the I, I cannot recommend the shirts enough. Uh, <laughs> I have like eight. I like them all. Actually, Dave's been asked to stop buying the shirts from the site, which is like merch-wise, that red flag never pops up. So uh, they can't figure out the coding uh, to block you. But they're trying. Yeah, I got a couple of emails. It was yeah. like, "This is getting awkward. Yeah. Please stop." Dave's and they're like, be- "Why do you keep? Why do you ha- keep ordering them in different sizes?" I want to watch the special again. I want to <laughs> see if it's funnier in a double XL. <laughs> yeah, Dave's okay. got a VPN and a PO box in Ireland. It is <laughs> That's right. Dangerous combo. That's right. <laughs> Um, okay, right, so, so Dave got a creepy paper this week. Yeah, this is the paper I've selected. Uh, Kings County Rural Gazette. Okay. Um, it's Flatbush, New uh, Flatbush, New York. So it's uh, it's over there in the Brooklyn area. March fifteenth, eighteen seventy three. Okay. So Ooh. it's it's an it's an early one. Right. We would expect a lot of uh, anti-immigrant stuff. Far different than today's culture. Imagining. <laughs> A cotton gin? I don't know why. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. No, no. A delicious drink, by the way, a cotton gin. I don't know if you've had. It. <laughs> it dries you out. Eighteen seventy-three. Uh, yeah. Uh, the the there's a little news. All that happens on the front page here is a little news summary. Um, of what? Grant, Grant will not change his cabinet. That's the whole story. I um, like drawers. Ulysses S. Yep. I guess that. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming it's Ulysses S. Or it could be you, Fred. I mean, and we you don't. Know. And you really would not want to know anything else. I mean, that says it all. Like, who needs nuance? Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, Grant won't change cabinet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the woodshed for the inauguration ball cost sixty thousand dollars. I have no idea what in the fuck is happening. The what? Wow, that seems like what? a lot of money for back then. <laughs> I, the woodshed. I that, yeah, it does. Sixty thousand is a lot back then, and it's a lot. It would be a lot for a woodshed today. Yeah. Yeah, and guys, is this not a term woodshed? Or are we having it's a gotta, party in a woodshed? It's got to mean something else, right? They can't just be like, "No, look, the woodshed, the it's, inaugural yeah. woodshed." If you vote, you get invited to the woodshed party. Yeah, right. It's a euphemism. I'll meet you at the woodshed. Uh, we're gonna do the woodshed after the inauguration. Wait, wait. You coming? You coming to the woodshed? Why is your I mouth just, open, Dave? I, I just read some spectacular at this rate. It's just so okay. What? Kerosene, kerosene is up again. This, this time, is, it took up a colored woman named Duval who lit a fire with it in Baltimore. Wait, what? Are, are these these must be new journalists? 
that are still trying to figure out how to write. Oh no, this is pretty uh, this is so far. Page. Pretty I'm trying. I'm trying to picture this front page. It must just look like it's just what a it's paper literally. looks like when you take ketamine. It just looks like <laughs> headlines sort of swirled around. It's not great. Um, you guys ever use kerosene, by the way? Oh yeah. No. Well, <laughs> I love lighting. It's lighting fire. No, lighting ba- barbecues. That's not. Is that? That's propane. No, it's just baby. lighter fluid. It's mm-hmm. propane. Never mind. No, I, I don't know if it's just lighter fluid. That's the only thing. I think the only reference I have is when Kevin McAllister dipped the rope in it. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh. Show, trying to climb show the wet bandits. Yep. <laughs> um, George Hall, aged 18, shot Amelia Spockley, aged 14, dead in uh, Maryland. He afterwards committed suicide. She had failed to answer one of his letters promptly. Oh, the last geez. part. It's clearly her fault. It's her, oh it's her fault. Oh, my God. She should have answered. And she's no, still be here. Faster. She's, she's still 14. be here today. <laughs> I just the consistency wow. of hundred uh, at least of men throughout yeah. history is <laughs> phenomenal. To at least, yeah, thank God that changed, right? Wow. Yeah. Eighteen, fourteen, doesn't get a message returned, kills her. You know, I mean it just is You can't win. Yeah. I I think I mean if you're a woman, no. like what is your choice? Your choice is like, I guess I should always talk to this person that I don't want to talk to then, otherwise we all die. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, then, <laughs> could it have been worse if she wrote back and said, not Look, interested? This is not great. I'm not into yeah. you. I think it's the I, same outcome. Yeah, but that's, I, like, I think so, too. How yeah. dare oh, 100%, you? 100%. And then, the, then the, the news story would just be like, she got shot. It wasn't a great response. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Woman doesn't know how to flirt is killed. <laughs> Plus... She's 14. I mean, that's the other thing. Oh, yeah. But that's like 30 in those days. I mean, days. but it's still, yeah. I, it's still, now I got Dave that shirt. It's Ooh. still pervy. It's still pervy. It is. Oh, and, yeah. and, and no matter when you hear it, I'm always like, buddy, come on. Could you just hold on a few, please? It is a weird, like, legal line, but we have it. And we need to stand, we need to stand on the right side of it. Wait, what? I love how it's just like. Woman dares to say no woman. to man's advances. Woman has gall to rebuff man. <laughs> I can't. Well, you know. I mean, what do you think the people thought? Shooting. Like, were the people like, yeah, I mean, she should have written No, they, yeah, they were like, she should have written back clearly. I mean, that's on her. Her family uh, was probably ashamed. They were like, I can't believe she didn't write back. It is. <laughs> That's, we're not burying our daughter. What if it's like a, a postal error and they're like, we saw her walk it to the mailbox. Guy walks up with the letter right as he Here shoots it is. himself. Oh, fuck. I just, she liked it was in you. my bag. She liked I you. She was, was in my bag. You. I didn't know. I didn't she see enjoyed. it. She liked you. You idiot. <laughs> She's handwritten that she wants to suck on your dong. She checked yes. <laughs> she checked the yes box. She and that's when he was like, Bam. Yeah, that's it. That's a better. I like that ending better. Yeah. And by the way, you're 18. You'll never meet another person. So. <laughs> no, it's over at that point. Yeah. Not, certainly not another 14-year-old. That you're great. washed, dude. Yeah, bro. Oh, uh, here's some foreign news. Oh, I don't even know sure what this, this means. Is, oh, great. I can't believe they were aware of other people. Well, we used to be. We lost that. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. Theirs recognizes the Carlis as belligerents. Whoa, one more time? Theirs, it's T H I I E R S. Theirs 
recognizes the Carlists as belligerents. And that's the whole story. The Carlists were, uh, well, they're like royalists in, in Spain and like the 1800s. I'm just thinking okay. about people who don't have a car. Yeah, what? the Carlists. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's this better. This is about the Carlists. There were a lot of people, us in the 1800s who were Carlists, honestly. People without <laughs> cars. I say most. Belligerents. <laughs> Wait, I still can't fathom the headline. I know. <laughs> the sentence is actually warfare it's, on my brain. I, I know one not, word now and I'm still lost. It's not there? a headline. It's the whole story. Okay, great. So I have issues with the story. Can you imagine being assigned this article and they were like, this is all I got. <laughs> this guy, this <laughs> is like words. how I would handle term paper. I, I, yeah. I have a topic sentence. Spaced out really. Yeah. <laughs> so this is 18 pages and five words. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of hyphens in this term paper. You'll find. I, I did so much research on this and this is all that they saw I could find in the library. That's all. There's, I, yeah. there's. Here's what I'm guessing though. Okay. If it's, did you say T H I E R S? Yeah. See, so isn't the, there theirs is it's not theirs as in they are or possessive. It couldn't it's a couldn't new it be theirs. could or is it a proper noun like it's a group of people theirs? Oh, or, yeah, I or is it, it or tears? What are we talking about? Tears. I'm oh, gonna tears? Google it. Could it be tears? I'm Googling it. Tears. Uh, Adolf. Tears. Oh, that's Marie, all you need to see. Joseph Louis Adolf Tears was a French statesman and historian. He was the second elected president of France and the first president of the Third Republic. Uh, he died in 1877. This, oh, this is, is right it. before his death. Beth, yeah. would it be okay to join us every episode? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already realizing how great context is. Yeah, it's very good. It makes so he much was more popular sense in liberal circles among younger sure. Parisians. Sure, yeah. Okay, his so, principles and his so he, he's pissed off at a uh, Spanish monarchy, did you say, Dave? Well, these are people who want to bring back a certain lineage of royalty, I believe, as leaders. It was like a splinter off. Sort it looks of. like a little bit like one of my favorite ex-boyfriend's dads. Oh. That is the weirdest sentence we've had that, yet in this. Is that mentioned in the paper One of today? my... One of my favorite ex-boyfriends dads. So not your favorite ex-boyfriend. No. One of your favorite yeah. ex-boyfriends One of my faves. <laughs> I've got a couple faves. They were good men. But are the one, you? he's actually tattooed on my back. This one. What? Are well, you the dad the or the, the dad or the about, boyfriend? The, uh, the boyfriend's signature. Can okay. you see it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. What a spot. You can't really get at it where it you is. You went out it's with like, Banksy? Really... Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool. Wow. Wow. Pretty cool. Anyway, um, he's little glasses, like little wire ones. Like oh, yeah. I'm already into him. He's already one of my favorite yeah. dads. Look, uh, the Marquis of Lorne and Princess Louise are reported separated through incompatibility of temper. That's a, okay. So Big, a couple right. has split up. Okay, They're so yeah, is it a separation or were they actually pulled apart? We don't know. Yeah. Could be either one. Was we it just surgical? know it's, it's not working because their tempers don't work together. Which one is, has a hot and the other has a cold. It's fair. I mean, that I would say that is a I, that's a fair. That's as fair as it probably gets in this time, as far oh, as oh yeah, like, irreconcilable differences. Because oh, normally yeah. it would be like you know, woman unable to handle passion, <laughs> or something along those lines. Uh, and then this one's a little bored. This one is just there is another revolution in Mexico. 
Here we go again with the Mexicans. And this and is no stuff. story. This is just a knock list of. It's literally the whole story. That's so the, the front page of the paper reads like a topical set list. A hundred percent. It's just like. Just. It's nonsense. All right. Okay. We'll go to page two. Okay. <laughs> Um, at a pigeon match one day last week at the house of Mr. Durham, it's a great. gun. It's great. It's great already. Match. At a pigeon match. All right. Keep going. I just want to let you know how good it was already. At a pigeon match one day last week at the house of Mr. Durham, a gun in the hands of Mr. Feltman exploded, injuring one of his hands very severely. What? He didn't even fire it? Or is that hey, just... A- He's never seen a gunfire before. He's like, his hand exploded. Is Sometimes there, guns will explode. I was going to say, is there no, you know, description of this man? We, we're all just, everybody in the town knows who he is. Yeah, yeah. You know, once you hear the name, you're like, oh, it's uh, oh. Feldman. Sure. Well, Feldman. we should point of out most, most Feldman. times, most times in papers from this era, Beth, not only will it, first of all, it'll go on to describe you in like detail where you're like, Why? But it'll also be like, here's his address. So they normally just are yeah. like, here's where they live. So up until up until I want to say the sixties, they would give people's addresses oh, whenever they talked about them. And then people just started getting <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So and then eventually they were like, hey, you know what's really not helpful is uh, that in- address information. Okay, so I was just curious what a pigeon match was, and it's a meeting or contest where pigeons are shot at as they're released from boxes. Uh, At least they let them out of the boxes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That took 30 years to develop that. (laughs) Yeah, but like I've watched a pigeon get run run over slowly next to me on the highway. Yeah. It's just like I've been driving in standstill traffic and I've seen a pigeon. And then I'm like watching the car. Oh, I was in the passenger seat, so I didn't have to drive. So I'm watching it. And the the car next to us is moving slowly. And the pigeon. Is that a suicide? I know. I it has does to be, sound right? like a suicide. I mean, but it was so wild to watch. Fight or flight. It is had like to so have been a specific suicide. Specific to Bert, like it's, you know, you'd be like. I, the mean, only thing I can imagine is they. Uh, it was just like this, so slow. It didn't know it was coming, and then it what? Oh. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah, what? it must have just what? been like. What? Am I moving or is the? Is yeah. The, am I moving or is it the car? When the car next to you tell. starts moving, you're like, mm. what? Like uh, it just. What did you say when you saw a slow-mo pigeon? Yeah, what happened? I, remember, I was probably like, I'm trying to think. It was one of my first trips out here. It might have been like 22. And I was like, no. <laughs> no. Because I've had some weird run-ins with tires and animals. I ran over a freaking rat on my bike in Chicago. Oh, God. Oh, my Just, God. I was riding the fast bones. down a hill. I'm seeing it run. It was like a little overpass. I'm seeing it run, run, run. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And I just lift up my legs and run over it. Yeah. It's very hard uh, to avoid hitting an animal because the animal's also like, I got to get out of here. And you're like, I got to not hit it. And those yeah. two combined are not the greatest. Sometimes no. they, they cross over poorly. When I, yeah. during the when I finally drove home to see my mom once we were vaccinated, I was driving fast on the highway home to Ohio from here. And a bird was flying at me and it hits my windshield on it. And I went like this. <laughs> like I ducked yeah. behind my wheel. It was my own reaction. Like, ah, what? it was so weird. Yeah. Anyway, that makes sense though. With birds. It would make sense. I would duck too. If something came, I wouldn't. I would duck. I'm, I have issues with this bird. Yeah. 
It's not like yeah, a yeah. greenhouse. It's like, oh, yeah, no, it seems to be there's stuff going on there. It's like, I'll go through the car. Don't worry about it. Maybe, maybe he's a bit of a daredevil. Well, like, you don't sounds, know. Sure. True. Sure. I think yeah. birds just die around that. I know. What the heck? Oh, well, that's um, only two, right? The pigeon and the one I killed. The other was yeah, a rat. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it's been like two minutes. So, it's like, it's been a lot. <laughs> it's really. It's, it feels yeah. like a lot. I mean, for, you know, for the amount of time. Yeah. I'm out over here doing pigeon matches. Oh, that's your next. That's got to be true. your next album. And I never Pigeon would. matches. <laughs> well, see, when I hear pigeon matches, to me, I, I like the idea of like, and I hate cockfighting, but I do like the idea of like pigeon cockfighting. Like the idea of like, get these pigeons to fight because they are, like you said, they're the kind of bird that'll just let a tire win. You know, <laughs> sort of that laissez-faire attitude. Um, yeah. I think they're just pretty dumb, right? Anyway, I'm sorry. I really diverted us here. I'm That's sorry. Okay. That's fine. Um, this is just a, a miscellany section. This was Isn't miscellany. the whole paper a miscellany section? So it's not. Yeah, pretty much. There's no organization. Brain work. Brain work costs more food than handwork. <laughs> so this is a, this is a rich guy in an office now writing a story. Uh, according to careful estimates and analysis of the exertions, three hours of hard study wear out the body more than a whole day of severe physical oh. labor. Oh, isn't it great to be a journalist? It turns <laughs> out my job's harder than working. Wait, wait, hold on. He's saying he, he literally just said brain work is harder than handwork. Mm-hmm. He said three hours of brain work is harder than working all day. And remember, this is the 1870s. So people are working 12, 16 hour days. Like it's I was going like, to say there's yeah. more. Yeah, I was going to say 18 hour days. I'm just like, this is clearly a result of his dad calling him a little bitch. or a yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. No. His, dad, his dad one time was like, in your hands. You have no calluses on your hands. He was like, I have calluses on my brain, father. Brain work is harder, God damn it. Than hand work. Than hand work. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Another evidence of the cost of brain work is obtained from the fact that though the brain is only one fourteenth of the weight of the body, it receives about one fifth of all the blood sent by the heart into the system. And Dave, just to be clear, this is around the time where cocaine was recommended for. Yes. uh, Lots of cocaine was being used. Right. Right. Well, that's a lot of brain work. Uh, Brain work. Brain workers. Wow. uh, This guy is really like, I've got a term. (laughs) I have a term. <laughs> brain workers, therefore, require a much more liberal supply of food and richer oh, food oh, than manual labor. Oh, this prick. He is a, a real piece of shit. I hate that, this guy. When I, when my brother is a general contractor and like I've worked for him and the work is impossible. And there have been times where I've like been at a writing gig and I've come to see him after a day of his work. And the like when I'm like I'm tired I'm like never mind <laughs> I'm sorry because <laughs> I'm like this dude's been like in crawl spaces all day well, well I was like what kind of salad do I want from Mendocino Farms yeah again for the but second time you, today just yeah. it's I hard can. I mean it's yeah, hard being right. a brain worker we're all oh, brain yeah. workers look it's hard. there is absolutely something real about decision fatigue yeah. Also, I can't stop. There are times yeah. I can't stop yawning. I'm not kidding. I've gone maybe five times so far. I can't explain it. There are just some times where I won't. I can't stop yawning. I'm sure if there was like a house episode, they'd be like, you have AIDS. 
Like there's some sort of link. <laughs> I, there, I well, that's, <laughs> that's always that's the first guess. Of it being Dr. House. Well, that's AIDS. That's for sure AIDS. <laughs> He's the number one specialist. Then, yeah. And then it turns out to be much weirder. Right? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, no. She's got, a firework. Been... She's got a firework caught in her nose. It's always like something crazy. My mind um, went like, have you been eating strawberries out of your boyfriend's ass? <laughs> I don't know why. I haven't. I got to be honest. I haven't. Well, been doing that. let's save the questions for when House okay, gets okay, here. You're we'll right. let House handle that part because he always <laughs> wants to know what you've been eating out of asses. Um, no, but it is true. Brain work is taxing, but it's also the like you just don't you don't write an article like the, anytime there's statistics in the 1800s, it's like they're totally invented or they're off of some lunatic who like does math with marbles in a wheelbarrow. It's just like, you don't know. They don't know. Yeah, but he's it's like, also a guy, any guy doing stats is a guy at an office. So he's going to be like, well, I'm working much harder. I'm than tired. These I'm coal tired. dudes. The, the, the poll was just raise your hand if you're tired. And it was just like three guys sweating in an office. They were like, yeah. I am. I am tired. Well, all right. That's, uh, and by the way, that's handwork too. So we're raising our hands, which is handwork and brain work. So we're all going to need a kip later. I'm going to be exhausted after this. And by the way, yes, handwork sounds like hand jobs. Let's move on. Or not. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th. Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it let's see you there a german physiologist has discovered that tobacco smoking by boys interferes with the molecular changes coincident with the development of tissues and makes the blood corpus corpuscles corpuscles no that's when you uh, make uh, popsicles out of a dead guy (laughs) i love it i'm sure i said it wrong it's also broken, whatever, oval and irregular at the edge. And then this is the comment in the paper. Any parent can thus ascertain if his boy smokes by merely taking out a handful of his blood 
corpuscles and observing their edges. No. What the fuck? The recommendation, take the blood out yeah. and study it. What? A, a German doctor was like, hey, man, I'm looking at blood and kids who smoke. It's fucked up. The, this thing is fucked up. Way, and the guy's like, well, then start. just. And then the newspaper's like, well, they just take out the blood, man. If those are the things that are wrong, take it so out and look at it. Straighten it out. Take the blood and put it in your hand like sand and then see how it goes through your fingers and keep doing that until you know. What? That is. That is such a great do do some like at home experiment. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the newspaper the newspaper was like, go fuck yourself. That's what I think about your smoking research. I wonder how they eventually got to it makes your voice shorter, you know. Well, then it sounds like he's sniffing around that a little bit, right? I mean he's basically saying like smoking cigarettes changes you to some extent. Makes your corpuscles. Yes. Yeah, your corpuscles are strange. The uh, the German guy's like, no, smoking's not good. There's a problem here. Right. And no one wants to hear that. No, no, of course not. Yes. But then the recommendation, obviously, to, you know, get that, get the fingers moving through that blood. Obviously, you know, that's not, I'm not super comfortable with it. I mean, my dad used to do that to see if I'd been smoking weed. What would he do? He'd take a bunch of my blood out and he'd put it in some mugs and stuff and he'd, you know, just have a look at it. I mean, that was just Uh, normal adolescent stuff. Yeah, yeah. Slice your son? Absolutely. Oh, my father would cut me open like a tree just to get the age up. <laughs> Old pops. Um, so this is just again, we're back into just random stuff being here with no there's no there's no grouping honest, of this. We it's just, never left that part of it. Yeah, we really have. <laughs> smash up last Sunday while Smash Mr. Up? Yeah, what? Smash it's up. like MTV. We're doing a smash up. I, this it, honestly, there's no, because there's no um, continuity. It's clear that like different writers did different things, and this is the writer that's like you oh, gotta yeah. grab their attention. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, every paper was just a zine. Yeah, a hundred percent. Me and my friends wrote some stuff about how you should. Yeah, it's tough to think, and you should if you want to know if your boy's smoke and cut his blood open. <laughs> uh, smash up last Sunday. While Mr. P.F. Burns of Brooklyn was driving through Franklin Boulevard, his wagon collided with another vehicle, and the result was a smashed wheel and a spilled man. No one hurt. It's so Someone amazing. Someone count his blood. See if he smokes. Spill, spilled man. Yeah. It, it, nobody hurt. Feels. Uh, yes, completely incongruent, without question. <laughs> a man was spilled and <laughs> considered to be fine. Oh, my God. It's just amazing this was a time when you just had a tiny fender bender, and they threw it in the paper. Also, yeah. the idea of a man spilling. Uh, yeah, like he spilled. I, I picture a bucket of the person. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I'm just picturing, I guess, the carriage dumping him out. I yeah. spilled my husband. Will it come out of the rug? <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> okay, my husband uh, spilled all over my chest. My husband spilled everywhere. <laughs> His blood. This, this headline is hoggish. The headline is hoggish, or you are claiming hog, it's hog. The headline hog-ish. is yes. The headline itself is hoggish, or you are setting us up. No, I'm, I'm saying gonna die that's with what how it many says. times I'm yawning. What is happening? No, no. it's totally normal. No, it's we're just, boring. You've got blood Wait, smoke. Am I kidding you? This has happened to me one other time when I was doing stop podcasting yourself. I don't know if you know no. Graham Clark. Really? He's up in, he's yeah. up in Vancouver. Yeah. I couldn't stop yawning. Well, we know so Graham, weird. and so maybe maybe ask it might him about be us. It. It might be us. No, it's a hundred percent not, but it is a little uh, unsettling. Look, Beth, it's tough. I mean, a little it's unnerving. Tough. It's tough for us. 
But I'm not, over here gonna, I'm not about to hide it from you. And no, by the fine. way, that's the right call because yep. the hidden zoom yawn, I can hmm. smell out a mile away. Exactly. Mile, mile away. It's like, mm, you just look like uh, the screamer, that painting, the screamer, as you're just like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm okay, in. here we go. All right, ready? Don't, don't yawn, don't yawn. Let's make it through this. Friend, gosh, oh shit. Friend Gus. <laughs> Friend Gus, Gus is a great start. Friend Gus yep. is a great start. So it's just the uh, the writer's friend told him this. Uh-huh. Friend Gus Williams last week killed a hog for Brust Van Wick, which weighed 468 pounds. Holy shit. What? Tell us why. Tell us why they don't have hogs in Flatbush. Why? That's the whole thing? That's the story. Oh, wait, hold on. That was rhetorical. The last line is... Uh, yeah, the, the last, last line, line is... is- Tell us why they don't have hogs in Flatbush. So the article because that hog scooped them all up and put them inside his they own get himself. Too big? He, they and get too he, I no, I think they're saying that they want big hogs. I mean, that's a giant fucking. That's a very. That's, that's a, large a huge. Hog. It's think a about hog. a human I mean, a, who's four, four or five hundred pounds. Four hundred and seventy pound person. Yeah, and that's now, uh, put them in a pig. And then and then picture them on their hands and knees. Yeah, and then picture them as a pig. Uh it's big. So okay, so my six hundred pound life, I'm picturing Oh, my five hundred pound pig is a show. <laughs> I would absolutely consume. <laughs> we need to get that going. You think pigs like slop, put that show in front of me and you'll watch a hog eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and why don't you think there are flog- hogs in Flatbush? Because yeah. they're all cast in my 500-pound pig. <laughs> <laughs> they're busy. My 500-pound pig is a better show without question. Um, but the headline, Dave, to just be clear, is a man saying his friend Gus yeah. killed a big pig. Yeah, 468. And then, and then he posits pig. the question, hey, why not more? Why don't we have him here? Right. If they're killing them there and they're that big, why aren't why aren't we also having a big pig life? You can have right. a big pig too. Right. Right. Okay. okay. So he. But hold on, guys. Where are we again? I we're talking. Know. About, <laughs> okay. See, so that's the thing. We're in Flatbush we're, versus where we're is in this? Flatbush. And well, he says Brooklyn. He says we're looking at I a mean, Brooklyn magazine or newspaper. This is this is this is Flatbush. That's where this paper. So, is from. But, oh, okay. So then I don't get why he's. Is he trying to be funny? I'm sorry. Do we, uh, this, does anybody I else think, feel stupid? Because uh, I'm like, I don't, if this is Flatbush, <laughs> and he's like, why can't we have pigs in Flatbush? It's like, well, because he just killed it. And Beth, is he trying to be gonna, funny? You're doing too much brain work. Okay. okay. Yeah. Right now, I'm you basically go. did four hours in a field just from that. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're going to knock yourself out. You're too tired already from all the brain work. <laughs> there it is. I, I and, and I'll answer for Dave, Beth. I... We need to literally dig this man up and reanimate him to find out the answers. Otherwise, part of me thinks he's trying to be funny. I'm not going to lie. One more. Read it one more time, Dave. And if you could, <laughs> with a little comedic zing, bam, poom. Friend Gus Williams last week killed a hog for Brust Van Wick, which weighed 468 pounds. Tell us why they don't have hogs and flatbush. I think it's a joke. I think it is. It's a bit. I'm going to try it tonight on stage. Uh, please do. Please. So... I can do. Uh, let me do a, a flat. Friend Gus Williams. 
I'm a you friend Gus. Hey, we got it, Dave. We don't yeah, need I'm not, more I'm gonna do, I'm gonna Don't do, talk uh, past the clothes. Friend Gus Williams last week killed the hog for Brust Van Wick, which weighed 468 pounds. Are you an all tell us, tell us why they don't have hogs in Flatbush. That's yeah, a little Stephen Wrighty. We would love to dry. at Moon Tower this year, actually. Yeah, actually, Moon Tower is going to be great for you. And we want the first version, not the Stephen Wright ripoff. We like the big guy. Okay, like so guys, Brust Van Wick. I'm like, I, what is that? Is it a man? It's a man. Oh, it is. And you're sure? Yeah, that's a dude. And I think everybody knows who he is. So, so they're like, well, Brest Van Wick lives there. That's what I here? think. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next story. Taylor's Hall was the scene of a pleasant social surprise on Tuesday evening of this week. But as we were not remembered, we are unable to give particulars. So this is a slighted article? <laughs> yes. <laughs> This is this a is, fuck you for not inviting me. This is like, you know, when people have those poetry magnets, it's like that, but with headlines or just poetry magnets, honestly. It, there's Hilarious. not much that adds up. And this, Dave, what page are we on? We're on page four. Page four. Of how many, uh, though? Uh, there's like eight. That's amazing. It's it was just, an eight-page yeah. paper. But imagine eight buying an eight-page paper and imagine going through the first four and being like, I've learned absolutely nothing. I've got <laughs> absolutely nothing. nothing. I've learned nothing from this. Oh, yeah, my except, God. The thing I know the most is that a pig got killed and then this guy's mad he didn't get invited to a party. Yeah, the party part is very clear. And the guy who was upset about the brain work hand work. But outside of yeah. that, I don't even remember anything you've said. <clears throat> uh... Uh, stabbing a fray. Oh my god! I mean that. How long do you think it came? It, it, it came for him to come up with that that title, stabbing, stabbing a fray. On the eighteenth, okay. on the eighteenth instant, a quarrel arose between Thomas Cassidy and Thomas Rice of Windsor. Terrace. I'm the better Thomas. Exactly. Concerning the ownership of some manure. That's my shit, Tom. <laughs> You keep your eyes off, Tom. Just because it says Tom doesn't mean it's your shit. That's my pile. Uh, I, I put my name my on that shit. I shit atop of it yesterday, sir. You're not <laughs> supposed to be shitting in my manure pile, you idiot. But it's mine now. <laughs> uh, so, which resulted in Cassidy's thrusting a manure fork through the arm of rice. I'm sorry. There was no. a fork for manure... You put it next to salad. Oh, how, God. Like, how, like, there, so that this is the most infected arm of all time. Yeah. Oh, it's geez. so bad. Jesus. It was so bad. I mean, and the doctor probably looked at it and was like, I don't see an infection. <laughs> this I've is got really, nothing. This is really the greatest sentence when I read it all together, which resulted in Cassidy's thrusting of a manure fork through the arm of rice and a lawsuit followed, like, as if immediately. <laughs> I'm suing you. They could sue each other back then? <laughs> oh, yeah. It became the new duel. I challenge you to a lawsuit. <laughs> this affray. Uh, yeah. Mr. Kidd, the former occupant of the land, sure. sold the manure to Rice and he was not able to remove it before Cassidy took possession of the land. In trying to remove the manure uh, afterwards, the above quarrel was occasioned. I can't. I mean, how, how good is this poop? He's like, look, he told me that the land comes with poop. I listen. Yeah. 
And when I looked at the Zillow, this had the poop pile. This so is the I, only reason I bought this property. We just assumed pile. that we get the big pile of poop. <laughs> uh, we're going to need to redo some paperwork if that's the case. Oh, here's an, here's an invention. A hatching machine. Hatching? Uh, hatching. But it comes up with plots. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Dr. Pratier exhibited Dr. a machine. Pratier. Pratier. Sure. Exhibited a machine for hatching. He showed a chicken that had been hatched since he brought his apparatus to the hall. It was put in the machine. January 27th, a number of chickens were put on the table where they fed on seeds. One not yet out of the shell was handled around. So it was an egg. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, yeah, there's an editor's note. It's a, Why don't you yeah. just start with it's an egg? So that's it's an egg. Help. Well, it's this chicken's not yet... This chicken's not yet out of its shell. I don't want to say egg because it's not egg, yet out. Egg is not allowed to say, obviously. Soon to be <laughs> chicken. Another that had been incubating for four days was passed around in a saucer. Was passed? I'm, I'm trying to picture the hatching machine. It's there, just... <laughs> it just cracks eggs. Oh, here, it here is, this yeah. is it. I'm this picturing is Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Here they describe it. The hatching machine is a two-feet cube, holds 100 eggs, and uses one quart and one pint of oil each day. 20 to 24 days are needed for the process. All good eggs can be hatched. They must okay. be turned once a day. Okay, so well, it is one is of a, these things, yeah, which is kind of, it, it's one of those, right? I think it's a, they're called, aren't they incubator? I mean, when I was yeah, a kid, so it's I kind of an incubator okay. sort of deal. Okay. Yeah, but, hatching machine makes it sound like it will be like, now it's time to bring this one to the world. Right, like speeding up their growth to yeah, hatching. Yeah, like knocking on the shell, like, come out. Or like, but I imagine also, like it's shaking it around or something. Yeah, it gives us a jostle. It's sort of like when a bar makes the lights on and off, like, hey, come on. Closing time. It's great. Opening time. Opening time. We're opening. Come places. On, places, embryos. Places. I just uh, love the fact that the, this guy brought in a hatching machine and then he passed around an egg and he's like, so that's what they look like before they're um, chickens. And people are like, right, it's an egg. And he's like, you see what I've brought to modern science? And now I'm going to put one of these actually hatched chickens or a post egg, as I call it, in a cup. I'm going to pass that around. You guys take a look at that. That's uh, <laughs> different. Okay. I mean, well, it's exciting. It's a hatching sure. machine. That's big sure. news for back sure. then. That's a big advancement. Sure. I'm not really sure. Again, um, oh, okay. Applicability. Sad, sad news. We're we're into the obituaries. Oh, oh no! This the headline is Gravesend Neck. Great. Well, that's uh, Grave Mr. Sand Gra- Neck. Gravesend. Gravesend. Okay. One neck. one word. I don't know what that Grave means. Gravesend Neck. neck. Mr. Henry Van Dyke, an old and respected resident of our town, was found dead in a kneeling posture at the residence of his daughter with whom he lived. What? On Monday He died kneeling. He died praying. Yeah, can you imagine find someone dead kneeling? Like, that's not good. (laughs) They're just like praying and dead. Like, dear God. I hope I live forever. Make it till tomorrow. (laughs) Please, Lord. If I die, give me a bed. (laughs) So I ask. So he retired on Sunday evening quite as well as usual, complaining a little of some trouble about his heart, which he thought would soon pass. Don't worry, the, I'll kneel it away. <laughs> I'll kneel that one off. <laughs> position in which he was found was the only one in which he could feel easy when such attacks came on. Oh, so oh it was his kneeling God. heart position. So he was ha- he, 
when he had heart attacks, he would kneel. <laughs> so yeah, honest to God, like there's not a doctor who could step in like, no worry, dad, I know your arms are numb again. Why don't you just kneel? That always helps kick the attack out of the old heart. <laughs> oh, here you go. His daughter coming down in the morning passed him on her way to the morning, kitchen. Morning, dad. Without, without <laughs> you wouldn't taking... think he's dead. <laughs> you would not think he's dead. Pray. <laughs> hey, pray for me, Pop. I'm going to get some eggs out of the old hatcher. No, she she thinks he's doing his kneeling my heart hurts routine. I mean, and wait, so, like it's a bit or. No, oh, here it goes dad it. again. When his heart hurt, that was the only position he would feel so good Jim in. So was like, oh, dad, heart hurts that early, huh? Well, keep kneeling it away. And he was like, no, I died nine hours ago. She's like, don't worry. Oh, God, don't mind dad. He's just standing. He's just in the kneeling position. His heart hurt again. I was going to say, like, you know, it is kind of like he could have just been kneeling for days. Like, he's just been praying oh. and we don't want to bother him. Yeah. Eventually, it's a skeleton. Like, dad's gone. <laughs> My crazy uh, dad looks a little sickly. Hey, when so was the last time dad wasn't kneeling for days? <laughs> when did dad like, get pet rats? Uh, Do you guys remember when dad had a rat in his skull? Because that's new. <laughs> that's super new to me. Did you let's, see that rat crawl out of his pelvis? Let's talk to dad and see how he's feeling for the first time in what, it's been a year? I think <laughs> it might be really bad. So she passed him on her way to the kitchen without taking particular notice of him, knowing his custom. His youngest grandchild tried to arouse him, but could not. I don't, this by call, the way, arouse has no, never really worked for me. That. But in this circumstance, it really <laughs> is awful for just like, well, go arouse him. See if he'll get up. All his right, grand, His granddaughter's just starfishing in the door. Like, <laughs> who is ready to stand up? Who wants to stand up? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, this called the attention of the mother to him, and life was found to be extinct. <laughs> life was found to be extinct. By the way, He's if I dead. ever find someone, that's what I'm going to say. Life appears to be extinct. Yes, what? dead. I said it quite clearly. Uh, he died. Okay. Of a- he died of apoplexy. Uh huh. Sure. Apoplexy. Uh huh. Yeah. Sure. I'm sure Whatever. that's just a heart attack, right? Yeah. Gotta be. I'm going to look else? it up. Unconsciousness or incapacity resulting from a cerebral hemorrhage or stroke. Okay, so there we go. <sighs> Dad. <laughs> By the way, good on him for staying up the whole time. I would, You would imagine during like some sort of seizure or heart attack that you'd drop to some extent, but he was like, I know what's good for me. Kneeling works. <laughs> a little vitamin kneel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a correspondent, wait, a correspondent of the Ohio, Ohio farmer says he trains his vines to the top of the seven feet stakes and then nails the branches to the top, thus saving all tying forever afterward. This is no doubt an excellent idea, and it is a wonder no one has thought of it before. He says he has applied for a patent, and if granted, Ooh. people shall be allowed to drive the nails on most reasonable. He wants a patent on mm. nailing up vines to the top of a stake yep. right. you know what's not gonna stop people before you get the patent reading it in the newspaper and then That's doing it true. not a lot of people should publish their ip before the patent process is in motion uh, <laughs> that is. Hey, hey frank i noticed you uh you put your vines up to the top there you got the yeah, ip nobody, on that 
Yeah, I don't want anyone using it. (laughs) No, but I don't want anyone using that tactic. So I'm uh, pursuing a patent, which I promoted in the paper. I enjoy stress. (laughs) I I I did that on purpose to motivate me. That's uh, kind of my way of painting myself into that corner and getting it done now that I've... It's called what I call manifesting. It's like a vision board, but a paper. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what to say about this. A writer in Poultry World. So Poultry World is clearly... I run the chicken beat. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about the hatching machine, but that's really taken our world by storm. I do chick journalism. (laughs) A I'm a foul reporter. Does that, what are you not understanding? <laughs> uh, uh, a writer in Poultry World says his plan for killing hens. Poultry World. You know, he went through that uh, Stargate we have on the wall and he now lives in Poultry World. This is, he gets paid I, can't, I don't even know what to say about this sentence. A writer in Poultry World says his plan for curing hens of a desire to sit is to is to put them in an open yard where there are no nests or roosting places. And what is he doing different. Well, he doesn't mission? want he doesn't want the chickens to fucking sit. Hens can't sit. That's hustle, hustle up. Perfect. Come on, boys. Yeah, hustle like, up. They're the bird. On. They're bird sharks. They go. can't stop Let's moving. <laughs> no sitting, boys. Let's go. There's no but resting. Are, wait, but hens are the girls. Yes, That's and they true. can't sit. Ladies, let's keep a move on. They they fucking sit and make eggs. Like, what is he talking about? And there'll be no more of that. They're taking money out of the hatching machine, family mouth. (laughs) You read jungle fowls. Yeah. (laughs) Roosters are male. And differing as much as possible. The roosters are allowed to lay down. We're building the roosters bunk bed. The hens (laughs) shall not be sitting. (laughs) And differing as much as possible in appearance from their regular quarters and feed them liberally with soft feed made rather hot with uh, cayenne. What Give the fuck? Plenty- I'm sorry. There, this is, this is now starting to seem like it is a work camp. just some sexist, crazy shit. Yes. Where there's just- Give yeah. them plenty of cooked meat. What the fuck is going on? We're going we're gonna to give them spicy, hot feed and beef, and they cannot sit. Feed them their own. Look, for all those spicy beefs, I'd lose perspective in poultry world. Well, get fucked. I've never had my bearing stronger, assholes. Look who's normal, me. The guy who's cayenning the feed and not allowing them to sit. By the way, yes, they like fish. <laughs> Yes, they like oh. fish. <laughs> Get up. And no. give them and they give all them all. Diane left me that I'd probably lose my, my perspective. Well, they're crazy. Who's crazy now? The people who are letting the roosters not sit and the ones who are feeding hens non spite. I give them corn nuts for fuck's sake. Ranch flavor. <laughs> they love this shit. They like barbecue corn nuts. And if you think I'm nuts, you're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and like give them left and he wants to hurt something female yeah. <laughs> and, and give them all the milk they will drink oh my no. god what why would this? you give chickens milk this is not okay i mean this feels <laughs> like he didn't want to leave the farm to take care of the hens he's like we've got yeah. the beef right here right. and the cows here we give them to each other we'll feed them I'm each other putting the hens on what i call the me diet 
and uh, <laughs> they will. There, it's Atkins basically for hens. It's Atkins. If it's good enough for me, it's good enough for the hens. I let them. They can come to the dinner table, but they ain't gonna be sitting. They'll be standing, but they can eat everything I eat. That's for sure. I hope they like spicy corn. I mean. <laughs> There's no I way mean, Poultry World stayed in business for very long. Um, it, poultry it, World went away. It Merely because it was probably covered in diarrhea. Yeah. Cayenne <laughs> pepper and milk? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Oh, the chicken, like the chicken civilization having to rebuild after this guy was there. They're like, look, get the fuck out of Poultry World. There's no, this, no, there's, no. There's no My way the hens could is big. sit. Yeah. My chickens is the biggest chicken. I've been feeding Mike and Ike's and molasses for about seven years, and they's huge. I've invented a non-pooping hen. <laughs> the hens can't sit because they have sting ring from the spicy meat. That's milk. right. The hens, uh, my goal was to make the anus of the hens so precarious <laughs> that they would never want to rest again. Oh, hello, sir. I'm from Precarious Anus Magazine. And I think I know why you're here, sir. You're no not welcome at Poultry World, and you knew that. <laughs> sir, yeah, all you do is run gossip columns about what we do here in this strange world, in upside-down land, where hands is men and men's is hands. Uh, I don't know how uh, you top that one, David. Yeah, it's mm. pretty good. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Man, some people, people um, feed their pets weird-ass shit. And I'm disappointed yeah. in them. My dad will feed. He won't learn his lesson. He feed his. He fed his wiener dog lunch meat for a year, and it basically uh, had to pay for like a ten thousand dollar surgery to, because his guts were all messed up. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was not ten k. His figured, guts are so messed up. He may as well feed him to the dog. Exactly. That's how gnarly this lunch meat looks. <laughs> okay. This is titled "The Smiths Forever." What year? What this person was like? The Smiths are so good. <laughs> have you have you heard their new album? Oliver Smith <laughs> and his three sons, Ivor Thomas and Harem, fishermen of Greenwich Point, sorry. are among the Wait, heavyweights sorry. of Long lots, Island. A lot's getting thrown. Can you start one more time? Oliver Smith and his three sons, Ira Thomas there. and Harem. Okay. Fishermen of Greenwich Point are among the heavyweights of Long Island. Okay. Their united avoir du poids is 850 pounds. Our reporter saith not how far they would reach into space if placed perpendicularly above each other. What is happening? I think he's just saying they're fat. Okay. So maybe read it again. Okay. <laughs> I'll just imagine that's what's being said and see if that lines up. Okay, okay. okay. Oliver Smith and his three sons, Ira Thomas and Hiram, fishermen of Greenwich Point, are among the heavyweights of Long Island. Okay, mm. so yes, tracks. Their united avoir du poids is 850 pounds. Okay, so he's saying their cumulative weight is 850, right? Uh, yes, and our reporter saith not how far they would reach into space if placed perpendicularly above each so other. stack them, and they're so big and wide that they'll be able to touch stars, right? I mean, Perpendicular. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, yeah, avoir so. du poids is a system of weights based on a pound of sixteen ounces or seven thousand grains. <laughs> By the way, 
Hey, we're going to go with the 16 ounces. Which uh, is a pound. We're not going to weigh the 7,000 grains because that's hard to count, to be totally frank with you. Yeah, so it's a pound. So he's like, we figured out what a pound is. Right. He's saying their united weight, their overall weight is 850 pounds. Right. Their cum weight is 850. And okay. if you were to stack them and perpendicular. Nobody stacks anybody. No, nobody stacks anybody like that. That's not how you do well, it. Well, I mean, they're going to roll if you don't if you don't start incorporating some sort of pillar system. They will start to roll. They're that. <laughs> right, right, right. It's so fucking dumb. But the I mean, article is basically like these three kids are really fat. Yeah, but they're not yeah. two eighty on a man. But this, I mean, at that time yeah. though, they were like, "Oh my god, he's a nor-. Like when you, I mean, I forget how like Taft was always like mocked for being such a fat fucking president, and then he was like, he's like two hundred and eighty pounds, yeah. like two hundred fifty pounds or something. Howard Taft, he got stuck in the bath. Yeah, oh. I always like to picture it like Shaft, like Taft, William Howard Taft. Yeah. He's stuck in the bath. I think, I think there was a song about him getting stuck in the bath, but I don't fully remember it. I feel like I heard some yeah. of it just now. There, you did. Sure I was, was just trying to recall it. <laughs> yeah. Howard Taft. Howard Taft. So fatty so got okay. stuck, stuck in, in the bath. While he was trying to fab. I don't know what he was doing in there. No, no. I believe that was the accusation. <laughs> 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 Mr. President. This Ooh. will be a controversial <laughs> enough to end your presidency. <laughs> Let me do what I want to do. I'm in the bath. <laughs> oh, here's a good ad. Opium eaters. We cure the habit permanently, cheap, quick, and without suffering or inconvenience. Describe your case. Opium Ooh. eaters. So people yeah. just, I mean, you can obviously like ingest it, but that makes it sound like people are straight up like, Eating. I was going like, to say, what did opium do? Make you sleepy, right? Yeah, it was also, I mean, yeah, it's a totally a downer. As someone who's smoked opium, it'll make you tired. Really? Yeah. What, what, what was your purpose? Like, is it, is that bad to do? Or are you, are you, is your outlook on it like, oh yeah, I smoked opium. I mean, you know, I, at the time I really didn't, I was, this was in England and I was pretty young and it was hash and opium mixed. Okay. And I thought nothing of it. And then it wasn't until I got a little bit older and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I smoked opium for a summer where people are like, excuse me? Right. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that is frowned upon. So but it's it, really weird. But It I is weird. That's it. why I asked your opinion because I'm just sort of like, but isn't that with all drugs? Like, for example, I've never done cocaine. It scares me. But sometimes people who party and do cocaine, it's not a big deal to them. But it's going to be a big deal to me. Yeah, I don't know. I Am I, I wrong? I, no, you're not. No, that's and right. Then, but also you have to think of like in the world in the especially America, the way America's shaped today, that any illegal street drug you're getting, they pretty much sell a version as hard or harder by prescription. Like Oxycontin is hardcore. Opium, yeah. You okay. know, it's w- probably worse than opium that I've smoked. Um, like I've taken Oxycontin. Definitely more before. addictive. Yeah. And it, it is so fucking potent that your skin itches. You are wow. like, like that's where you're like, Ugh. and um, so my mom didn't even take hers after her hysterectomy, which is like such an intense thing because she was just like, didn't want to oh. mess with it and didn't want to be constipated, quite frankly. No, and that is another thing. Yeah, it really like those things do. Like if you take them regularly, like yeah, you are you yeah. trouble. You have trouble. Um, but it feels good. Obviously, feet. that's why people do it. Like it does, that. but also I think those are. I think any real hard drug like that 
once you get into it, it doesn't you're no matter. longer feeling that super strong effect anymore. You're feeling something, but it's like yeah. fleeting, which yeah. is why that addiction is so difficult right. to like break. There's so, I just, there's so many people who feel like, like, cause of course I'm, I have family and people I've loved who've, you know, gotten addicted to things. And so it's like, I don't know. I think that's why I will never try it. I, I'm smart. I come, I come from like, I'm not even, there's like people. I remember I dated a guy who's close to my age and, and the Len Baez story scared the crap out of him. You know, yeah, he, yeah. Like, he did yeah. Coke once and died. I don't necessarily think that, but I've also dated people in LA who did it. And I was like turned off by it. And then they had friends who I'm not kidding you literally died within the last couple of years from doing it. Cause it was fentanyl. So I'm like, oh, yeah. and you're still, that's happened like in LA within the yeah. last year and a half. And I'm like, and you're still doing it. I yeah. had a, in Wisconsin where I grew up, I had, it, it became really popular. Oxycontin became like super popular and kids would snort it. They would get super fucked up and you would watch people on it. And you're like, this does not look fun in any way, but I probably had, no joke, three or four friends within a two-year span uh, die from either heroin or Oxycontin or fentanyl um, or some version of it because, yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they get addicted to that shit. They, it, they've made it so addictive. I mean, that was – when you criminal. read the emails – I don't – Dave, do you remember the name of the family who came up with the Oxycontin? What the fuck is their name? I remember re- hearing about oh, this. Oh, God. But um, their, their emails, when you look at their emails, they are fully aware oh. of what they're unleashing. And then when you yep. look at the slap on the wrist that they got as far as, like, how much they had to pay versus the cost damage. Sackler. Sackler. And it's remarkable. It's like they have – I mean, if you, if you were to be, like, a business – you would go, let's do this again because we made yeah. so much fucking money off of this uh, to so little consequence on our end. Yeah, they're, they're mass murderers. Yes. Yep. Like, yeah, Very they, much so. Yeah. So, anyway, enough about yeah. pharmaceutical genocide. Sorry about that. <laughs> I wish it, it's well, just been on my mind because it's like it will be like as much as you don't want to like put a stigma to it because obviously like, there's reasons, so many different reasons people do it or get into it or whatever. Yeah. And all those people who... So I don't want to sound condescending, but like what you need to do is they hopefully get help or they want to get help to stop. But then if it's just like recreational, some people look at Coke in LA two ways. Some people are like, that's gross. And then other people are like, it's no big deal. And to me, I was just thinking about it today. I was like, it's kind of like religion. Like, no, like, because you don't want to be judgmental, but like, if I don't believe in God, I'm like, but there's no God. And then you, you, how could you not feel judged by that? If you did believe in God. So if you're the person who's like, it's no big deal. And I'm like, it's gross. How do you not feel judged? You know, is that a yeah. weird comparison to make? No. Anyway, this was on my mind. It is. It isn't. I think, I think, I think Catholics and Christians would be fine with you comparing that to cocaine. use. <laughs> oh yeah. They'd be like, that's right. You take one bump of the Lord and you can't put your dollar bill down. Take another rip. Come to the bathroom. Unless it's into the offering. Unless it's into the offering. You do a bump and then you put it in the collection box. Thank y'all. Kindly. Uh, uh, let's do two. Let's do two more. Uh, yeah. We're in the, we're in the crime section. Dave, this whole thing's been the crime. I mean, we started out with dude killed a fourteen-year-old girl. <laughs> this no. whole thing's yeah. been the crime section. Yeah, it's, it's, this guy um, didn't want end sinning. I mean, it's a highly illegal activity. In my <laughs> we need farm police for this paper. <laughs> the authorities are endeavoring to establish some connection between the man found dead at Newton and the murder of James Graham. 
Several of our citizens have viewed the body and think the man had no connection with the crime. The corpse bearing every appearance of having laid in the hay for several months. The body is said to be rotten and the features beyond recognition. What What in the fuck just happened? Wait, you're reading it. You tell us what just happened. Read it again. They're trying to make a connection between a dead body that was found and the murder of a guy in the town. And then they just have people walking through and looking at the body, which had been in the hay in the hay for months and rotten Uh and decomposed. So there's no features. And they're like, I don't know. They say (laughs) that hay is the farmhouse ass. So you want to put a body on it. (laughs) This is just fine. Oh God. Uh, Don't you imagine somebody got sick from that? Like if you got too close to it, I honest to God, like Uh. I, I mean, I, I, I saw my grandpa and that was enough. Like, Pat, I was like, I should not have seen this. Oh, yeah. And he was in a fine state. The idea of going to see a mush man, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel so sick. sick. I would feel so sick. I would absolutely. Ah! Uh, but it's not just it's not just going to see a mush man. People are walking in, looking at him in the hay and being like, uh, yeah, I can't connect him with the murder. <laughs> like, that's I, what they're doing. I don't think he had anything to do with it. Look at how mushy <laughs> his chest is. <laughs> His, his hand can barely be lifted. <laughs> How could he have done such a thing? His fingers is worms. How could he even <laughs> done it? Uh, We're still uh, going to need everyone in the city to take a look at this dead body. He looks like green licorice. Just so we can all be a part of a collective trauma. We'll have trouble moving I'll on. I'll tell from. you what, this is a bonding experience <laughs> if we've ever gone through one. We're all going to look back and remember Bushy Monday. <laughs> Let's pick up his body on three. One, two, his limbs. <laughs> He's 40 fall. different pieces now. We should not have done that. He is, man, it's like a spider web, but a man. He's all strong. <laughs> Ring. Clarence, get over here. When you die, you become yarn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, mushy man. The mush man. What, um, when did they figure out body preservation, Dave? What? When was that? Oh, God, I don't know. We was okay. a uh, spin us a tail. Yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I assume that that changed After the that. refrigeration and stuff. But yeah, it I must don't, have. I don't know when they started doing embalming. I I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, clearly not around this heyday. Um, so, uh, burglary. This is the last story. This is the big story. On the Tuesday night. I like how they district- treat the newspaper in this time like a headliner. Like, they're like, here's the lineup, and here's the. Now, here, y'all came to see this one here's at the, the very one. end of the paper. Normally, we're like, lead with the big ones. But in this paper, they're like, no. Uh -uh. through it they will find it on tuesday night the district schoolhouse at maspeth was entered by burglars who broke every lock and completely ransacked the building only about 40 cents which happened to be in the principal's desk was stolen okay so but as far as lock damage they did (laughs) because they went around and hit every lock it only took 40 cents i mean this was this was during a severe depression, 1873. But that's so 40 bucks. It. That's it's 40, 40 bucks, bucks today. That's still... I'm not 40 cents is 40 bucks? Yeah. Gonna, it's not great. Man, not why? Great. That's crazy, though. And also, why did the principal have 40 bucks in his room? 
Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Sir, we're a little concerned about the amount of money we found on the property in school. No, Beth hears the story. She's like, well, that principal's pretty fucking suspicious, huh? $40. What's going on with that guy? Well, I think you know. I think you know why we're here, Principal Clark. Obviously, um, we found the money. Um, So. Do you want to start or do you want us to start? Uh, are the bills even real is our question or are these counterfeit ones? It's uh, unbelievable. Okay. I've been paying the students for various tasks. You see, it's a lot of brain work. Uh, therefore. Um, well, I've been paying the students for hand work. Their I've little been, hands uh, can really uh, get yes. in there. Well, one of them was uh, arousing their grandpa when he was on his knees. So uh, it would be a natural transition, obviously. Uh, well, um, I'm still picturing the mushy man. Uh, don't know about everyone else. Uh, Always. Well, that's our episode. Beth, thank you so much for going through a creepy old paper with us. Um, oh, thanks for having me. Nice to hear there was an Ohio shout out. I'm sure that made you feel, you know, like. Your home it made me feel good. Properly. Yeah, it had to. Obviously. It, but when they said Ohio, what was the story again? It was just two ago, right? Yeah, it was. Um, um, I don't even remember. It was, maybe that's where the Bushman was. <laughs> no. Wait, no, no. Yeah. Do you not? Is that what you see on the sign when you're driving? Home of Mush. Mushman. Home, home of the Mush. The Mushman. Home of the Mushman. What was oh, the Ohio oh, story? Ohio was the one where the guy <laughs> wanted to uh, um, get the patent on tying up vines. <laughs> Oh, I was the, the, the sling state. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've done you right. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, Beth, why don't you plug your social media just while we're just okay? Yes, you can system. find me at Beth Stelling on everything and stirring shit up on the twitters. Yeah, always. Uh, great. Well, thank you very much for joining us. And thank you to everybody who's been listening. It's just, we see the comments. I'm kidding. We haven't read these yet. Um, okay. Thank you very much, Beth and Dave. Uh, go fuck yourself. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I like Dan Spicy. What in the fuck? Jinx. Beth thought it. That's what that means. That was a mind jinx thing. Some of these days, you'll miss me, honey.